Netflix fights password sharing, Apple Pay illegally profited by walling off apps, no surprise there, Zoom and Snapchat square off, I never thought I would say that about a nudie app, Denmark bans Chromebooks, all that today and more on the Brewhouse Midweek Tech Roundup. So yeah, the news is out today that uh, Netflix is fighting password sharing in Latin American homes by charging them for additional homes. Uh, according to Engadget, Netflix has introduced a way people can share accounts and hence a new way to curb password sharing for five Latin American countries starting on August 22nd. Users in Argentina, the Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras will have to pay for extra homes if they want uh, the streaming access, access to the streaming access outside their primary residence for longer than a short vacation. Uh, apparently, they're going to use uh, IP addresses, device IDs, and the like to figure out if you're uh, on vacation <laughs> and uh, if you're on vacation they will offer to if you're on vacation for more than I think two weeks uh, three times every six months man it's complicated I think that uh, this is probably a losing bid for Netflix speaking of losing bid for Netflix I think they lost 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter of 2022. <laughs> and I think they're on for an even bigger loss uh, coming up here in the next in quarter two. So we'll keep our eye on that. But yeah, if you live in Latin America, you're already in some of the poorest parts of, the, uh, of North America. And now Netflix wants to charge you even more. All right, from my home state, Iowa. Apple uh, Engadget reports that Apple Pay is illegal, illegally profited by walling off contactless payments. Lawsuits judges, alleges Iowa's affinity, affinity Credit Union, the plaintiff, is accusing Apple of, of anti-competitive behavior. And I could zoom in on this for you. Simply what they did is, is you can get the Google Pay app in the App Store, but you can't use it for the contactless part, so the NFC part of your phone. The lawsuit alleges that not only that, but then Apple... Um, charges the card issuers uh, 0.15% fee for using the contactless system. So we'll see how this shakes out for Apple. I think it's a good thing. I think that walling off the, the NFC payment uh, is a bad thing. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll see what, this, what happens here. Uh, this is a good one. Records reveal the scale of uh, Homeland Security's phone location data purchases. An ACLU investigation found that officials bought over 336,000 data points. Now, I find this interesting that uh, they're, they're essentially able to go around the Fourth Amendment, which is the amendment against illegal search and seizure, to find out your location, um, basically your patterns. They, they, can, they can find all of that out. Now, what I also find interesting about this, and I, and I can't corroborate this, so you know, take it with a grain of salt, but back in... Um, uh, back in like 2008, um, there was a thing that they actually called the Obama phone, and it was to get um, low-income families free cell phones and free, and free minutes. So it's interesting to me that the Department of Homeland Security is now going after the records, the Fourth Amendment, or you know, basically Fourth Amendment seizing these records, but yet we've given phones to everyone. I, I, I just find this extremely interesting. Uh, I you know I don't I guess I don't know where to go, but but the but basically the Senate is saying that the Fort, the Fourth Amendment is not a for sale act, so it'll be interesting to see, and I'm hoping that you know Congress acts on this and stops the the Department of Homeland Security's ability to purchase uh, 
records from these brokers. Uh, I think that, honestly, I think no one should be able to purchase these records from brokers. I think that, that it should be yours to give up on your own because it is your records. It's your location. Just because you have your phone in your pocket, but you use their service doesn't mean that you that they have the right to sell that data. All right, uh, let's see. Zoom has a new, uh, new competitor, Snapchat. Uh, it appears that Snapchat is going to be uh, starting up a website where um, you can do a meeting with up to 15 people. It'll still allow you to send your nudie pics via the web, no problem there. Uh, it'll, also, it'll also feature all of those uh, great uh, emojis, whatever you want to call them, where you can change your face. <laughs> Snapchat signature photo lenses. The ones that make you appear to have dog ears, freckles, and other features. I can't wait to be on an, my next uh, my next business conference call, and the person sends this Snapchat link. Uh, FCC chair uh, is proposing increasing the U.S. broadband standard to up to a hundred megabits. Uh, so, in essence, back in a few years ago, they made it. I think twenty. I don't know. They they didn't actually. Um, they attempted to make the standard 25 megabit and um, 3 megabit up. But they didn't make it happen. So in 2015, it was proposed. In 2016, Ajit Pai, who is a loser, uh, said that um, he wasn't going to make it part of what he didn't think that it was a, nece a necessary thing to do. Uh, now they're going to make it 100 megs down and 20 megabit up. Now, I think this is great. Honestly, I think that in order to be considered broadband, especially if there's subsidies involved, um, saying that 100 meg down and 20 meg up makes you broadband, I think is good. However, in the rural areas, sometimes it's hard to get internet to people's houses. So we have to use things like wireless technology. Some of that wireless technology has to reach many, many miles. Now, I know with things like Starlink, you can get close there. I have Starlink at my house. I don't quite get... I can get over 100 down, but a lot of times I don't get that much up. And I'm curious, you know, is it sustained? Is it a one-time test? How do, how, do they, how do they judge this? Or am I just selling you a plan that, uh, that says you have 100 down, 20 up? I, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. I mean, as somebody who's installed wireless and set up wireless networks um, for covering people's homes and, and all of that, uh, I can definitely tell you that it is hard when working with these wireless vendors to get enough spectrum to actually achieve 100 megabits down, 20 megabits up in a in a in a continuous pattern. I mean, yeah, we can we can probably burst to it, but to get it is hard. So, and unfortunately, this is one of those things where the big guys are going to win because they already have the infrastructure in and it's in most cities. Uh, you know, out in the rural area here, we're burying fiber like it's going out of style, but it just all it does is take time and money and we're doing our best, but we'll see how this shakes out. And I don't, but I don't think that necessarily that if there's especially going to be subsidies involved, that you're selling a hundred meg down, 20 meg up qualifies for broadband. Uh, Denmark bans Chromebooks and Google Workspace in schools over data transfer risks. So this is a little different than what I thought it was going to be, but it was interesting nonetheless. So the EU has the GDPR that requires you um, keep data. Uh, in your own country. So if, you're, if your stuff is made in Europe, it stays in Europe. Well, Google obviously is a worldwide company. And while most data stays in Europe, uh, some of the data leaves Europe. 
I actually have a different problem with Chromebooks and, and being used in schools. And, I, and I've said this for years, is that when, when kids come into school now, they get a Chromebook, even if they don't take it home, but they use it at school, they get a username, which is usually their, their school email address, and they get a password. They log into these Chromebooks, and Google now has this information from the time they're five years old, six years old, until they're 18 years old, one single account to track that student. Can you imagine the plethora of data? They're writing school projects. They're researching anything. And in, in many of these things, they'll probably use the same the Google account in college. You know, I, I don't know. I don't think that the, that the schools allow them to take the emails with them, but I'm guessing that there's a path that you can take and take your school stuff and move it to a different account, like move between Google accounts. And Google's going to know that, and they're going to be able to track you forever. I find this extremely interesting and, and, and a little scary. So uh, I think that you know Google should be out there and be public with how they handle uh, their their data policy, how they handle this stuff for students. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff in there. I mean, we're the age where children Google things before they ask their parents. I know that's scary, but they literally have the world at their fingertips. Things that we only dreamed of when I even 20 years ago. Let's see. Democrats prepare a bill that would codify net neutrality. Um, the FCC rolled back uh, the rules in 2017. Now, I don't think this probably has much chance of passing. Um, the main things here is that it would it would make it so service providers can't block websites, can't um, throttle customers. You know, and this is things that ISPs do. They don't necessarily block websites unless they're ordered to. But they do throttle. I mean, even the big um, wireless ISPs, Verizon, T-Mobile, they say it right in their contract that hey, you get 5G data up to two gigs, and now we're gonna, and then after that, we're gonna throttle you. So I don't know that uh, this has much leg to stand on here. Honestly, um, it's just it's it's too much. There's too much there's too much tech involved, and I don't think that the people even even the people at the FCC have enough grasp on what it is because it changes every single day. And unless you're working in the weeds every day, you're not going to understand it. You won't be able to pay for prioritization. I mean, I think that's wrong. I think that, you know, if you can, if YouTube wants to pay to put a piece of equipment in your colo that lets you cash YouTube uh, clips that everybody's watching or Netflix, Netflix is notorious for doing this. They'll, they'll put a piece of equipment in your colo cache the popular movies so you don't have to use your internet connection and Netflix's internet connection to get the movies. Plus, the movies are delivered faster to your customers. Netflix has to pay for that. Is that considered paid prioritization? I don't, I don't know, but it could be. And I think that the people making these rules don't understand the rules that they're even making. They're thinking paid prioritization might be, well, I'm paying a little bit more as YouTube, so people should be able to connect to my website faster than Joe Blow's website. And I, and I don't think that anybody agrees that that's okay. I mean, that's, that's not even the, how the internet, the internet was not even created that way. The internet was created as a, as an equal and fair place. In the, uh, water is wet category. The FBI warns fake crypto apps are stealing millions. I find this number interesting. More than 200 victims have lost 42 million to apps only built to, uh, to line scammers pockets with Bitcoin over the past year, 200 victims and $42 million. Holy smokes. Uh, I don't have much to say about this other than, 
be careful what you do. Be careful. Be careful of the crypto apps you use. Uh, make sure they're reputable. I like to check, you know, before I do something or check on something, I usually check on Reddit or any of the other tech websites and see what people are talking about. Or simple, simply Google XYZ wallet scam. And generally you'll find out. Now, I'm not saying that I've not lost money in a crypto scam. I absolutely have. Not, not to the tune of $42 million. I wish I had that much money to lose. But anyways, that's a, that's a tech roundup for this week. Uh, it'll be July, Wednesday, July 20th. So I hope everyone has a good day and we'll see you on the next time.